it's Jessie Lee. You can also call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And before we get started, go ahead and text in all caps Boss Lee, B-O-S-S-L-E-E -S -S -E, to 833-717-0673. That's 833-717-0673 for sales, specials, updates, and it's a direct contact line to me. So make sure you text Boss Lee to 833-717-0673. If you know that there's going to be value on this podcast today, no matter what I talk about, go ahead and grab a screenshot and post it on your Instagram by tagging me at I-M-B-O-S-S-L-E-E -S -S -E, at I'm Boss Lee. You are, of course, entered to win all kinds of good stuff and giveaways from me. Plus, you will get my attention. If you don't already follow me on Facebook, it is Jessie Lee Ward. And if you like money, make sure you leave a review on iTunes because I know you know this is the best podcast for network marketers and it is generic. I'm not selling you a thing. So I give away $50 per podcast I record. Make sure you're following my Instagram stories for the giveaway. So let's go ahead and let me be your virtual MLM mentor and let's start the show. Hey guys, so on this bonus edition of the podcast, I'm really excited to bring on Daniel. He is a team member of ours, but uh, he has paid for one-on-one -on -one coaching. So he has paid for an hour session, and I believe it was 650 euros, if I am not mistaken, for charity, which is why I agreed to do it. And I'm really excited. I'm not sure what questions he's going to ask. I'm not sure what his outcomes are. I'm not even sure where he is in his business right now. He's so deep in my business, but I'm really excited for you to hear this. I'm excited for you to hear my thought process through coaching, and this will probably want to be one of my longest podcasts ever <laughs> but if you end up liking it please make sure you share that and let me know uh, and maybe we could do a uh, coaching call bonus podcast each week so hope you enjoy the show and stay tuned for my coaching with daniel all right daniel are you excited for this hour uh, a little bit nervous it's quite an interview for us oh my goodness <laughs> don't be nervous don't be nervous um, so I don't know, tell me a little bit about your business and tell me some things you're looking to accomplish today. So, um, our business just started in October. So, um, I quitted my job. So after 16 years working in hospitality, uh, I also loved it, but I see improve with a much bigger opportunity and chance for me, mm -hmm. um, that I can grow and achieve my dreams. Okay. Uh, since October, what he did was more or less. I guess nothing in my eyes because we achieved only rank two mm -hmm. since then. Sure. Even if we sold a lot of package directed to the customers because the order process was a little bit complicated for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I want to achieve in this time hour, I don't know how long it takes, um, is how I can go forward to achieve my dreams okay. and to be one of your students to listen and to do. Mm -hmm. Morgan. Housekeeping's trying to bust in on us. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, so let's talk more about that then. What are your actual goals? Do you know what maybe your like six month goal is? Do you know where your very long term goal is here? What do you want to do? So in six months, I want to achieve the car bonus. Okay. Um, because I have a very nice dream car. As what well. is it? It's a Range Rover SUS for um, a black one with uh, carbon top. And uh, yeah, six hundred eighty. Which um, which which model? Because I know in Europe your vehicles are As far they tend out. to like the smaller ones. <laughs> which one? Uh, Range Rover Sport. Sport, yeah. Oh, the fast one. He wants yeah. the fast one. Okay, all right. I'll write that down for you. Uh, with a carbon top. Mm. Exactly. Okay. I have it also already on my vision board, so I see it every morning if I get dressed up. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, a few other goals on my vision board. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. And, uh, yeah, of course, 
that's some ideas of my latest vision board. Oh, uh, okay. Some watches on there, some art. Um, wow, you really are Swiss. Cooking stuff that's more like the kits that I want to have with mm -hmm. Steffi, <gasps> my best Look friend. Look at this. Yeah. There's a ring on there. <laughs> it's a big <laughs> ring. Wow. Okay. And, um, yeah, but somehow... I don't know. I don't know why I'm not able to get out because I already had a little business before when I needed some money for my hotel school. Mm -hmm. So I had like a cocktail business, which oh, I okay. did always after when I was cooking. So I worked also 60, 80 hours a week. Okay. And after on the weekends, I did this business. But now somehow, I guess one of the issues that I have is to get organized the day mm -hmm. because I put it a lot of time. Uh, in cooking recipes for bro bro buddy mm -hmm. but of course also need some time but at the moment it's only once a week so where we do some uh, conversation about exogen ketones and all the recipes it takes 10 minutes so sure. of course the beginning was harder but somehow we are not getting forward okay take some notes. my long time goal is uh, to have a big team around the world because I love to lead people because I already had like 60 staff members to lead in my um, job before and I love to see their potential and bring them higher. Okay, so let's specify a little bit about that. Um, we can work on the six-month goal as well in a minute here, but the long-term goal, when I talk about goals, I want something that's very specific something that's really measurable, something that's actually achievable, right? Um, something that is uh, set on a time frame as well. You've probably heard something like that before. So like when you say you want a big team around the world, if you were to specify that, what does that look like? So that would mean that I'm going to get like 85,000 a month with my um, team members that I could, would have in France. Latin America or Spain because I could use Spanish as well mm -hmm. and uh, Asia and Australia so that I'm going to have my 1,500, uh, no, my, <laughs> not 1,500, more than, uh, yeah, more than 1,000 um, pro, uh, promoter mm -hmm. and also way more customers around. Okay. So this cool. have to specific much more. So yeah. um, we don't have to do it today, but get really specific on that. I like that you have the specific areas that you want to build in the world, like I know you're fluent in Spanish as well as German and probably Swiss German and uh, English, obviously. And I don't know what else. What else are you fluent? French. In French. Good Lord. Okay. So all of these languages, super cool. Um, I love that you know where you want to physically build. Uh, but I would get very specific on, like you just said, um, how many people. And then even deeper, this is what I like to do, is I like to think of the actual ranks I want them to hit if that makes sense so like I uh I've had goals before where it's like I want 15 personal car earners um okay. I've had goals like I want uh you know our team to do x amount of dollars in sales that year I've had things like I want uh you know this much in team volume so those top three levels I've had things like I want this many customers I think that would be really good for you as well uh because when you say hey I want a thousand customers like personal customers how do you reverse engineer that then right that makes a lot more sense to the human brain than okay, yeah. like um but i think it's great you know where you want to build um i'll just give you a tip now for because it, it'll happen as long as you can see it it'll happen right uh but my big tip for that would be don't go there looking for people i want you to use uh not only the internet but i want you to leverage relationships you have 
to, the to find out who yeah. would be open for something yeah. there. What I see a lot of network marketers do, and it's a huge mistake, is they go, oh, I want to build in. This is a real thing that just happened a few, like a year ago to a friend of mine. He's like, I've really wanted to build Indonesia. I'm like, okay, cool. I want to go to Indonesia. I want to build Thailand, blah, blah, blah. I said, cool. So he literally got on a plane with his wife. He went to Thailand and Indonesia for like three weeks, four weeks. Like walking around talking to people. Now, maybe you'll get lucky and that will happen. Like someone will be like, yeah, I'm into network marketing. But like I tell people all the time, I'm like, like, what are things you do? Like you two love restaurants. Clearly you love good food. You love, you love cooking as well. So that's probably why you like good restaurants. So you can get ideas and flavor palettes and whatever. I want you to think about like, you just said you want to build in Asia. Yeah. Where do you think in Switzerland you're going to find Asians? So uh, a good point on my side on my last 16 years is that I have some few friends around the world because mm-hmm. in hospitality, the world is also mm-hmm. smaller. So, But mm-hmm. the issue there, what I found is that even if I contact them, if we had a good relationship before, they're not open for it. So okay. how you said, it's still quite hard. Even we did on December a two-week tour in Germany and visit a lot of friends to explain them what is coming over. Sure. But the export was not that big what I saw. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll talk about that too. Uh, but I will tell you, part of our Asian team is because of a nail salon okay. that I went to. So Vietnamese obviously run nail salons, right? I mean, I don't know if they do that here, but that's the way it is in America. Or Asian restaurants. Or you want an Italy team? I don't know. Go to a pizzeria. You know, you want a Mexican team? You know, Mexican, like talk to you. Like a lot of cleaning people in Dallas, Texas are Hispanic. Talk to them. Find out what business opportunities they're looking for. Find out if they want more in their life. Just have normal conversations with people about where they're trying to go in their lives. And I'm not saying that your maid is going to be the one who joins. I'm not saying your nail girl. Not you, but I'm not saying, you know, the the chef at the Asian restaurant is going to be the one who joins. But if you go there and you create the relationship, they start to think about you. Like, it's not that I personally signed somebody who was Vietnamese from the nail salon. It was that she said, oh, my cousin lives in blah, 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 and she needs this. Like, oh, okay, cool. And then we're connecting because I've connected because I've gotten to know them because we've had all these conversations. Does that make a lot more sense? Yeah, much more because exactly, yeah. So, and, and I'll just tell you, like, this is the long game. So if you, and I know you understand that, keep doing what you're doing. And the interesting thing is those people that you contacted from your 16 years in hospitality, they might not have been open right now, but the best way to get them to be open is to show them results. Yeah, okay. So they might not be your easiest leads that you close. You might not close the Frenchman really quickly or the person in China or the person in Australia or the person in Latin America or whatever. Okay, it might take you a little bit longer, but work with the people that are actually getting interested and, huh, hmm, okay, build it, they will come. Because a lot of people are waiting for you to fail. I hate to say that. And it's not that they want you to fail. It's that they're waiting for it to happen because so many people quit. So it's not that they're not interested in it. It's just that they're thinking, oh, Daniel, yeah, okay, like, another one of these things. Like, okay. You know, not that you've done it before, but, um, you know, okay, oh, okay. another one of these things. Like, I don't really know yet if keto is going to be a thing. I don't really know yet, Daniel. Like, okay, it sounds really good. But, like, message me back when it's easier to order in Europe. Message me back when it's faster to come over here. Message me back when I don't have to use third-party shipping. Or message me back when I don't need a VPN scrambler. Like, all this stuff. But keep that list going right um especially those people that you're like wow that's somebody who i just really want to do business with now keep in mind i didn't say ah somebody who's a huge influencer it's different 
And I'm seeing that a lot here in Europe, especially people are getting really excited about influencers, right? Yeah. And it's like, seriously, like build with a normal person. I'm not saying that the influencer won't do well, but I am saying that in my experience, people whose lives are very good, very blessed, they're already thriving, they're having the easiest time ever in life. It's not that exciting to them to make five grand extra a month, right? Like maybe this is even crazier in Switzerland because it's such a rich country. It's like, oh, you can make five, you'll make, you could make five grand. They're like, uh, okay, I don't care. What's that? That's what I make it a day or, you know, whatever, an hour. Like they don't care. Right. So who are the people who are hungry? I would rather look for hunger than anything. And it's not to say there's not hungry people in Switzerland for sure. Yes. Right. Yeah. Of course you have them also around. Yeah. But what you said before is quite interesting because the people are looking that you failed. And if I think a little bit back, it's a big part of it. You're right, because a few of them, you inform them about a new opportunity and I put everything on one card, for example. Mm-hmm. And they perhaps tried it as well a long time ago at sure. the same time, but they have not the balls to do it. Yeah. And that's exactly also. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that happens a lot, a lot. And don't let. It's interesting. I always say there's three kinds of people in the world. You're going to have your lovers. Yeah. Like, she's clearly your a lover. I mean, I know she's, like, your lover. But, I mean, like, she will support anything you do, right? You tell her, we're going to do bro, bro, buddy, and we're going to cook, and we're going to go live. And she's like, oh, my God. Okay, babe. Whatever. Okay. Like, I love you. What do you need? We're going to do what? Keto? Okay, let's get the shirts. Whatever you need. Like, I love you. You're a little crazy. But I love you. <laughs> she wouldn't say that. No, but, like, she's a lover, right? Yeah. Um, maybe some of your friends are lovers, right? They, you say, Hey, can you support me? I'm trying this new thing. I'm selling ketones. It's been amazing. It made me feel so good telling your story, whatever. And they, you don't have to tell me. I'll just, just send me a link. I'll buy it. Absolutely. You've been so kind over the years, you know, whatever. Okay. These are your lovers. Now they are enablers. Okay. Not in a bad way. Right. Mm -hmm. But like they sometimes can create false reality in people's minds. Because if you only talk to your lovers and then all your lovers order, and then you go talking to your next group, which is naysayers. Okay. Like, you, like, don't collapse around that, right? Like, right now, I would say to get to the rank that you've already hit, it probably took a good amount of lovers, right? Just people who are like, yep, whatever you need. Yep, okay, yeah, whatever, I'll try. Oh, you know me, Daniel, I'll always try. I love you, honey. Right? Those people, okay? Yeah. People get disillusioned and they think that everybody's going to be a lover. <gasps> They're not. Like, I hate to say it, but they're not, right? Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, it's just, it's not the way the world works. So the second group of people are the naysayers. And these are, I think, the ones that break people's hearts the most. And a naysayer is just somebody who, quite frankly, they probably love you. Like, my mom and my dad are naysayers, as an example. And it's not, they don't want me to win. Well, maybe they don't. I don't know. But the reason they talk badly about it and the reason they will never purchase a product and the reason they will never join what I'm doing and the reason why they don't support it and they don't talk about it and they don't whatever has nothing to do with me. It's because when they see me grow, it makes them feel some type of way. So oh, some yeah. of your closest yeah. friends yeah. may be naysayers, right? Like they you're, one. you're yeah. thinking yeah. in your head right now, the person who's like, oh my God, Daniel, like it's and here's the thing is that naysayers a lot of the time they're trying to protect you from something dangerous that doesn't actually exist does that make sense 
Like, oh no, this You're is... one of my best friends is a big naysayer. Sure. Exactly. Oh, yeah. this is a scam, Daniel. This is a mistake. Like, this is... Your oh, potential God. is different. Yeah, yeah exactly. this is not... Oh, God. Oh, these people. No, I don't want to go to that meeting and hear from the girl. She hates him already. Oh, <laughs> good girl. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean, right? They, uh... They mean well. Their intentions are good. I just think... That if you get caught in that trap of listening to them, you're going to screw yourself over. Because a, a naysayer tends to not have a life you want. Right? They tend to be somebody you've known for a really long time. It, Maybe you grew up the same. And now they're watching you go like this up. And, you're, and they're doing this, staying the same. And this creates this gap. And they're kind of like, why is Daniel growing? Why is he becoming personally developed? Why is he speaking English so often? Like all these stupid things. I can tell it's resonating with you just from your face. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let that tear you down. Uh, those are the people who also tend to fall in this category here. This, um, you know, you're talking to them, but they're not yet open. It's not that they don't want to be yet. It's that they need to watch. They need to watch. And maybe the naysayer never orders. Okay. But, like, love them where they are and love yourself where you are and continue to grow. And if they want to come, come. If they don't, don't. It's just like any relationship. Like, a lot of people, their partners are the naysayers. Clearly, you're not in that situation. But a lot of the time, the partner's the naysayer, and they're like, you're spending so much time doing what? I'm sorry, you're going to another event? Wait, now we're we're flying to Germany. Seriously? Okay, this is getting crazy. And they stop supporting them, right? And so I just want you to keep that in mind, that you can turn a naysayer just by going, 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 and continuing to grow, and hopefully they grow with you. Like, the one thing I see a lot of is, and I'm really glad you guys do this together, um, I see a lot of people in relationships and network marketing because you're getting paid to personally develop. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you're probably walking out of this week with me, a completely different person, right? Even if it's not manifesting itself yet, the things that you have learned over the last week, you you know, you're going to see things in your life differently. Right. Yeah. Um, and so just continue to grow together would be just advice for both of you. Um, because if one person starts out, this is, this is what's happening with your friend. You're personally developed your personal development is going up and he's still doing whatever it is that he's doing in his life. So naysayers will, you'll feel like your heart is breaking sometimes, but they will come along when it's time for them to come along or they won't, but you'll love them where they are. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, and the third group of people are actually my favorite and maybe this is going to sound so strange, but they are your haters (laughs) and your haters. I, there's a couple of things around that. First of all, I would just say, it's almost it should almost be a goal to collect them like you want a lot of them um not to cause you heartache but because your haters can become your biggest motivators for the simple fact that they are basically your personal um public relations firm they're basically your personal marketing firm they're basically your personal advertising firm but you don't have to pay them a dime yeah you know so and i'll tell you a story just so i can emphasize this to the level it needs to be emphasized Um, I used to really hate haters and I hated them because I just thought, what is wrong with these people? They are so negative. Like they are hurting my feelings. Like I'm doing what I feel like is my life path. Like leave me alone, you big bully. Right. And they repost my stuff with hateful comments or they would, you know, make fun of me or they would say, you know, she's effing crazy and you know, all this stuff, right. Get a real job. You're, you know, you scam artist, like whatever it was. And I used to think to myself, holy crap, this is terrible. Like, I'm feeling some type of way about myself right now. Don't let that happen. 
Like, I'm glad we're having this conversation now because you will start getting more and more and more successful you are. So just be aware of those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you. So this happened in 2000 and maybe 16, I believe. Um, I'm sitting there and people are there. This hater, she made, I tell this story all the time. I love it. It's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> this dumb, dumb. Okay. <laughs> dumb, dumb. So she started a rumor in my party plan company which I had quit at this point. I had gone to my first network marketing company. I was doing pretty well. I was making a little over $30,000 a month. And I was like, wow, this is like really cool. Like this is way more than I made in party plan. Like I feel, woo, I feel good. So I kind of talked about the income sometimes. I never used the exact dollar amount. Now I can because it's in the past, you know, whatever, not to make an income claim. But um, so I, I was feeling pretty, pretty good, right? And I was winning all these incentives and she starts talking about how, she makes statuses and she's gossiping about how you no know, Jesse Lee signed a contract. That's why she's making thirty thousand dollars a month. She's not actually building anything. It's all fake. It's network marketing. Like she no this and network marketing is a scam. And I don't know. I don't know what switch went off in my head that day, but I just thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go live, and I will just tell you now because you're gonna you're gonna have haters. Never say their name. Never allude to who they are. Like, let them do their thing because it goes back to the hating thing, right? Like, you might have not so many good feelings in your heart, but don't hate them. Quite frankly, appreciate them because here's what happened. So I do this live and I pull up all the stuff that that my company had given me over Mm -hmm. the last, you know, six months. I pulled a bicycle up in my office, okay? I pulled a GoPro up. I pulled, I mean, the bicycle was the funniest one. But I had shoes, Louboutins, Nikes, all kinds of, like, prizes in whatever, right? And then I just did this live where I'm like, if you're going to talk crap about me, let me just explain something to you. I earned $33,000 last month. I earned these incentives for selling, for recruiting, for leading a team. This is not a scam. You're the one in the scam and your party plan company. Like I just kind of whatever. And I didn't say any names. I just said, and I don't even have hate toward you like you have toward me. I just need to set the record straight. Like stop talking about me. Now, what do you think this dumb, dumb hater did? She did back comments again. Oh, she did, but she went crazier. She reshared my video uh, okay. on her wall with her 10,000 fans or whatever. And she posted this crazy, blah, 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 like talking about it, like all like, just a bashing caption and shared my video. I recruited 18 people that night with the biggest package. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like she literally catapulted my network marketing business catapulted it okay so like i want to give that coaching to you right now because if you can at least understand that when people are saying stuff like that about you it is literally driving people to you we had somebody leave the team a few months ago went on a hate jesse lee spree for no reason like we were like this when she's on the team. Then she quits and she's like, you know, president of the bashing Jesse Lee campaign. I refuse to say her name. I refuse to give it energy. I refuse to like talk about what she, what she, nothing. I don't care. Like, I hope you're happy. You know, like go. Uh, and even just last week I had, this is like my fourth customer. Okay. She did another live. Another live. Like, what are you doing? And somebody messaged me, hey, is so-and-so on your, was so-and-so on your team? I said, yeah, sure was. Why? What's up, babe? Okay, so good. So you have the ketones. All right, cool. So I need them. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's just one after the other after the other. So I just want to kind of set that precedent because that's definitely going to happen. And if you start to understand the three different kinds of people, you're going to be able to get ahead a lot faster and you'll be able to control conversations and more importantly, control your energy around it. Yeah. Um, but I would say if people aren't hating on you, you're probably not being like, this is a good tip. 
Like, if people aren't hating on you, if people aren't saying you're crazy, if people aren't telling you you're nuts or whatever, you're probably not making a big enough impact, which is why I said kind of try to collect haters. Like, you just want to be loud about this, because the louder you are, the more people can find you. Mm. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. I got thirsty. All right. Um, do you have any questions about that? And that's exactly also something about after Bro Brown Body, if you're going to collect haters, because at the moment, even the market is not open in our country, um, how we should then talk about the ketones, for example, because at the moment is more what are the benefits are you have with exogen ketones, but mm-hmm. it's not that we really take like one, one way, we're really like a ball at the moment, that's right, we don't have some corners. Mm-hmm. How we said, we don't collect haters at the moment. We only yeah. collect people that want to follow us because we're funny. We have good recipes mm-hmm. and because we are so cute and you know what you I mean? You are so cute. Thank you. Yeah, she is. That's I right. know. Look at her. <laughs> that big old ring not going to be cute though. That's going to be, wow! <laughs> I saw it on that board. So Welcome that's, to bro, bro, <laughs> that's going to be, yeah, like every four minutes you're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm so my stressed. Oh, oh no. Wipe my hair off my face. Oh my nose! I know. Usually nails? you scratch your nose with your yeah. other finger, but I'm just feeling like my ring finger is getting the job done. Let's put on some eye cream, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is so delicious. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tasting things with your ring finger. Yep. Mhm. Mhm. Look, she's practicing. Did yeah. you see it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I love it. Um, yeah, I totally understand. I'm just saying, um, you could start sharing more online though in general about the keto lifestyle about keto diet about ketones in general not mentioning company names or anything like that and you'll start to get some comments for sure people who are like this will kill you this will blah 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 yeah like those kinds of that kind of stuff is great um like i did something last year that was not like here i'll just explain it like this what can be misconstrued often will be okay yeah so I feel like when people are hating on you, they just probably didn't understand. So, there's that. Um, But another thing you can do, just because you have so much experience in hospitality, is I would start talking heavily to people in open markets. Like, talk to the Americans that you know. Talk to Canadians you know. Talk to Mexicans you know. Talk to Asians you know. Talk to Australians you know. Like, that's already open. Yeah. And we can connect. I mean, we have huge teams everywhere around the world. So... You can let them know, hey, I can find a, you know, uh, when you order, I can find maybe a meeting for you. You know, when you join, I can probably find a meeting or an event or something for you. Um, You know, the Asians, if you want, I can send you to a corporate office, uh, whatever, you know. Um, But just let them know because that's so much easier. You know, that's that's a great way to build your business. We have uh, the Mexican team. He's going to hit ProChamp this month, which is so cool. Um, You know, he built this huge business uh, more than half of it's in America, California, because California is so heavily Mexican, right? So there are Mexicans that have immigrated to America. They live there now, blah, blah, blah. And I said, his name's Roberto. I said, Roberto, you are a smart man. He's like, yeah. I said, yeah, you're super smart because you stabilized your Mexican business because the Mexican market's growing really fast, but they have some inventory issues. Um, it's not even issues. It's just that you have to have tremendous patience when you're opening a new market, which is what we're about to do here right and so i've been kind of coaching you guys through that right like uh i'm not saying it's gonna be perfect we're gonna try kind of a thing i keep saying stuff like that um and so he stabilized his business and i hope this is i hope you're understanding how this works for you by building that huge american leg so the huge american leg 
we're not having inventory issues in America. We're not having, we've never had a shipping issue in America. We don't have back order issues in America. We don't have server issues in America. We don't have any of this stuff. So super wise, if you can think of people, maybe brainstorm a list later or something like that of some people you know that uh, are business-minded. And I would just reach out, like maybe a script you could use is something like, hey, Daniel, you know, I was thinking of you. I'm working on a new business project and maybe it is for you and maybe it's not. I don't know if you're open or not, but if you are, I would love to share some information on a health and wellness company I'm partnering with. Okay. Um, and, you know, depending on each market, you can say things like, um, you know, it's already enormous in America. It's growing very quickly in Australia. You know, we're, we've been open in Asia for almost two years now. It's growing very rapidly. Um, Canada's taking off. We've got a Canadian warehouse. Mexico's growing extremely quickly. The warehouse is in Mexico City. Like, I'm just kind of giving you some facts, you know? Um, so then they see the international expansion and whatever. And maybe they say... No, Daniel. Oh, you're going to run out of paper. Maybe they say, no, Daniel, it's not for me. Right? But maybe, but what if they do say yes? What if they say, yeah, I'm totally open to something like that. I've been looking for a new side hustle for a while. And then the other thing is, depend. Uh, this is probably obvious based off of what you've heard me say many, many times in the last 10 days or whatever. But meet people where they are and really get to know them. This is the reason the empire is the empire. Like, this is not fake. I know you know that. Yes. Like this relationship we've, well, the three of us, but this relationship we've created over the last, you know, couple months now, right? Um, it's real, you know? Like this isn't fake. I remember the first time I met you. I remember, you know, the the peppermint schnapps. I remember, <laughs> oh, golly. Like I remember everything. I saw you and I went, oh, it's Daniel. Okay, cool. Yeah, I remember. Like I remember everything. I remember all those conversations we had. I rem- and now these last 10 days, like I've spent so much time with you too. It's like, this is a real thing. And I think if you start creating a real, like putting quotations, but thing, like real relationships with people, real care into people, real love into people, they're always going to do more than you expect them to. That's a huge takeaway from this. I hope you understand. Like if you genuinely, and I know you do, cause I can like always feel your heart. If you love people, they will always outperform what you expect them to. If you have this kind of aggressive build, 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 like, let's go. Uh, that only attracts at best a quarter of people. Like I've taught you before. Right. So we need to make sure we are connecting with people and getting to know what actually drives and motivates them. Get to know if they have kids, get to know where they live, get to know what drives them. Yeah, get to I'm know. interested. I'm really interested in person. That's also oh, a know. good thing. And also take notes in my phone because that's a good, good thing. Good, good. You should see her list in her account, what's, <laughs> what she likes, what she did, blah, blah, blah. Good. Yeah, but see, that makes him a better better man. Even more. Yeah, for sure. Um, so but I would... then sometimes if I love people or do relationship with them, sometimes I'm scared then to tell them, yeah, I'm giving you money. Or, for example, I give them products for free to try because okay, I really... don't do that. <laughs> yes. I'm... Oh, now we're getting into it. Here we go. Here we go. Now I see where you need coaching for real. Okay. So, first of all, this is me to set boundaries with people. Set what's that? Boundaries. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, there aren't free products, okay? If you want a trial, you pay for it because there is no value in free. Yeah. And I understand you love the person, you care about the person, etc. But if you do it once, you are literally teaching them they can do it again and again. It's like a little child. They cry enough times for ice cream, you get it for them. What did you just teach them? 
If they cry. If they cry. They fall right off. And yeah. then they're crying all the flipping time, and parents are wondering why their kids are sobbing all the time. Yeah. Fake tears. Not a single tear. Ah! No tears are falling from their face because it's fake. But you let them coach you into letting them take advantage of you. Yeah, but that's also a bad point in hospitality because, for example, if you have your wedding with us, mm-hmm. you always get a meal for free. Sure, so. but they just paid for the wedding. Exactly. So, so what did they pay for here? Nothing. At the moment for nothing, yeah. Right. Ah, uh, okay. So maybe you can say something like, okay, so when you buy a 10-day Drink Ketones Challenge, I'm going to give you one of the extra, like one of the special flavors, I'll give you a packet for free. All right, turn it up back. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, do it do. just like yeah. hospitality. Yeah. So like I saw you had Pop and Pear the other day. Yep, any customer of mine who buys 10-day Drink Ketones Challenge, I'll give you a packet of our favorite flavor. Well, I don't know if it's your favorite, but it seems like it. you had a lot of it. Uh, Pop and Pear for free. Or do you want Colada Bliss? Or do you want Dark Cherry? Or do you want whatever? And just give them one packet. Yeah. It doesn't need to be some outrageous thing, but they need to pay for the wedding, so to speak. That'll make you feel good because you're giving some kind of extra value for them. That's clearly where your heart is. And it makes them actually commit. This is, this is very common with me. I'm totally a pushover. Like, I have a hard time. I've had a hard time in the past. I'm going to keep saying that in the past. With boundaries, for sure. Like, I'm the yes woman. Yes, I'll show up for that. Yes, 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 yes. Learn how to say no. You know? Yeah, I'm also a yes sayer. Yeah. Like, somebody today said, when can we get on a call? I said, never. Like, I, ha- I have to start setting boundaries. Yeah? Um, and something that will also help with, with that. Well, actually, I was going to say boundaries in general. But with time. Make yeah. sure you're giving time to people who are offering you value. So if you start scheduling out your day and they start asking for things like, oh, will you come meet me for coffee? I really can't. I am so busy with my business. I really don't have time for that, but I would love to keep sending some text messages or maybe quick voice messages back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Like, but knowing what your boundaries are and that just like, I just want to say this now just to be proactive about it. Make sure you are prioritizing time blocks in your life. So what percentage of time goes towards business? What percentage of time goes towards emotional wellness, right? Uh, What percentage of your time goes towards relationship, romance? What time goes towards, um, I don't know, fitness? You know, whatever it is for you. Um, And make sure you're, you're, and it's not to say it needs to be equal, right? But I would say um, if you don't at least know what your percentages are in each of those categories, what's going to happen is it's going to turn into one of them. So for me, like, it's so heavily on business. And if I don't, I mean, the tour is a little different because this is way out of balance, right? Like, this is 99% business at this point. Like, there's no, like, I FaceTimed Alexander for the first time on all of tour yesterday. Okay. Not the best for the romance category, (laughs) right? Like, but, but this is my priority currently, right? But I will just tell you that's not healthy, like... When I get home, it'll be totally different. But just be aware of those percentages so you can make sure you're spending time here. You don't want this to fall apart because you're chasing a million dollars a year. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. And going for all of it. If, you're, if your health starts getting all out of whack and you're stressed and you think your kidneys are shutting, whatever it is, right? Whatever the drama is, then you're not going to be able to pour into the other ones. And you don't want to hit burnout, which is like, I think, I think last night I got the closest to burnout I've ever been in my entire life. So, like, that was, I'm glad I'm coaching you on this now because it was a big wake-up call. I'm like, okay, I think we need some more spa time. We need some silent time. We need to set some more boundaries around my phone. Like, just certain things where it's like, here are the times of my day or times of my week that I will dedicate to X, 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 X. And then you know. Because I think what a lot of people are doing also is they're saying, oh, I'm going to spend all this time on my business and 
I know you were in this meeting with Guido, but I'm just going to say it for you again and for everyone. But, you know, Guido was saying, oh, you know, I'm super busy. I run the hair salon. That takes 10 hours a day, blah, 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 which it does. He's not joking. He's not, I don't think Guido is a lazy man by any stretch of the imagination. You know, he's a car earner, etc. But what I am for sure noticing with that is he's getting home and he's got two hours to work the business. And instead of being super, super structured and saying that you need to do this for sure, saying this is what I'm going to do within the hour or two hours I have and just being laser focused, you'll get so much more done. If you don't do that, what's going to happen is it's going to take you eight hours to send five messages. Because you're going to send one message and go, hey, bro, bro, and buddy, hey, peanut, where are you? Let's go for a walk. Let's go into the Alps. It is so beautiful outside. Like, that is what happens to everyone. Oh, shoot. I only messaged one person. Okay, let me message a second. You message a second. Hey, babe, 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 are you hungry? Babe, I'm hungry. Let's cook. Okay? All right, then you're cooking and you're going live. And you're doing something different than what you said you were going to do. And then you send a third message. And the third message is like, Okay, I did the third message. Okay, cool. Hey, babe, do we have laundry or something? Can we go to the grocery? Do you want to go on a walk? Do you want to go to the blah, 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 You get the point. Before you know it, it's seven hours later and you've managed to message five people instead of sitting down and you saw how fast the blitz goes. I mean, yeah. like, how many people can you actually message if you sit down and do it for 15 minutes? Then you go straight into your next thing and you're straight into your next thing and straight into your next thing. Where would your business be? I mean, tremendous. And that goes back to, it's not about fancy scripts. It's about creating those relationships. So it's about, can you spend that hour reaching out to a ton of people for sure? Yeah. But creating those connections with people because people are like, do you, you know, how often are you having the keto conversation? How are you doing this? What's And I'm like, I have the, I don't, they come to me. I mean, I come to them, I start talking, 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 and for sure, if it's like on my heart where I'm like, this person really needs to flip the ketones, man, I might throw it in there, what do you know about ketones or ketosis? But more often than not, it's like I'm having this conversation, I'm just sending out, hey, it's been a while, this was my script this morning that I did, hey, it's been a while, how you been, Daniel? That was it. Hey, it's been a while, Stephanie, how, how, how's it, how, how's it been? Whatever. Down the list, I think I sent like 120 of these, right? What's coming back is, oh, everything's good. You know, I'm just here in Maryland doing my thing. What do you think I say when they say, hey, I'm in Maryland doing my thing? I say, cool, I'm in Germany. I've been in Europe for a month. (laughs) And they go, what the hell are you doing in Germany for a month? I say, oh, girl, I'm here on business. The ketone life is good or something like that, right? And they're like, oh, my gosh, it's that big. Okay, hold on. Can you tell me more? And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, that's the natural progression, and too many of us, I think, are looking for, like, something that doesn't actually connect with people, and they're not saying, you know, where in the world are you? How's the weather where you are today? What's going on? How's your family? You know, what's, what's, you know, I know we haven't talked in five years, but, like, what's, you know, what's life been like for you, or whatever, and just letting them have normal conversations, because when you, when the average person gets a message from someone they haven't talked to in a while, what do you think they do? Like on Facebook, let's say that, that, that I message you, you and I have been friends since elementary school, but I haven't talked to you since high school graduation and you message me. What do you think I'm going to do? Oh, uh, why you never uh, send it a message earlier? Why, why now? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That might be it. Uh, I think a lot of the time what people do is, and I could be wrong, but this is what it seems like. I think a lot of people go to your profile. Oh, okay. Before they text back. Okay. Yeah. Could like be, I yeah. think they go and they look. 
and they see, what the heck has Daniel been doing? Like, weird to hear from him. It's been a while. Right? And then they start looking, and if they start seeing, oh, he's got, like, a cooking show. Hold on. Oh, he's, oh, he's got a girl. Oh, she's so cute. Okay. Oh, he looks really happy. What the heck? He travels a lot. What is going, hold on. What are you doing? They're going to come back to that message and go, well, man, I mean, I haven't done that. But it looks like your life is a lot more entertaining than my life has been. Uh, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> and then it starts getting the interest, which is why I'm so heavy on consistency. Because it's not really about getting organized like you mentioned earlier. It's about what can you do every single day that is structured and scheduled. Yeah, that's after one of the other questions as well. Yeah, getting organized. I wrote it down. Um, like, I'll just tell you right now, what I see a lot of is a lot of people getting ready to get ready. Yeah, exactly. That's also one of us that because I told her we need to write everything down on our um, Word document for our lives that we know what we talked about. But at the end, it's more important if you have to write questions or key points and then the answers are always a little bit different yeah. because that's exactly what is one of my big issues because I never had somebody who showed me time management because even the last four years when I worked like 16 18 hours a day it was more to be there mm-hmm. but nobody showed me and then I started to get more into ketone so my day was over after five hours mm-hmm. and then I said what the fuck I should do now because my boss is pissed off if I'm leaving after nine hours yeah that's what's happened because yeah. I got more organized in it because I knew because your brain was <laughs> exactly yeah. and this I can do faster this goes faster this I don't have to do this the others can you only have to do follow up and that's exactly the problem what we or what I have since October is we have to hold week we said we do it seven days a week because mm-hmm. we want to grow so fast but at the end in these seven days we did perhaps for one day or okay. a maximum two so you need to set reminders in your phone is this an iPhone yeah okay you need to go under reminders and you need to start setting alarms you need to have alarms that go off for everything, whether it's a blitz that that you that you always do at nine a.m. or whatever. I don't know when you wake up, and then six because every, of peanut. Oh, peanut, little baby, <laughs> yeah. where is he? Oh. He's on vacation with yeah, his I mom. Yeah, I bet. Oh. Um, uh, I always send uh, like another one that goes off my phone is gratitude. So every day I send messages of gratitude at the same time to five yeah. people. And it might sound weird, but I'm telling you, you get those messages back. Plus, it makes you feel good. Um, And I think it's good for energy and the universe for sure. Um, I always have alarms that go off to connect with a certain amount. Like, it'll say that this is the time to connect with team members. So the alarm will go off. I'll start tap. It's called tap rooting. I'll get down on the team. I'll start tap rooting the team. Um, It's okay. Uh, Then I have an alarm that goes off for follow-up. So I have a certain amount of people that I follow up with every single day. The reminder goes off in my iPhone. I know exactly that it's time to follow up with people. Um, I have an alarm that goes off for podcasting on Mondays, of course, because I podcast podcast every Monday. Um, I have an alarm that goes off every single day for, um, excuse me, every single Monday for my product live. I have a reminder that goes off. I mean, you get the point. So I think if you schedule and structure your day, based around daily methods of operation that you are committed to doing, it's not going to feel like you're floundering around. Like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Like, I think that people think they thrive in chaos, but they really excel in consistency because freedom is discipline or there is discipline and there is, yeah, there's freedom and discipline. Um, so like as an example, uh, maybe I know you guys like going live. Maybe you end up setting a reminder in your phone for, um, every day at noon or whatever, 6 p.m. or something, right? And you're just like, it's the Bro Bro and Buddy show, 6 p.m. And 
to the point of being organized on a live, I'm just an outliner. Okay. So I just write down bullet points that I want to hit, and I don't care if I say the right words. I don't care whatever, as long as my well, message gets across. It doesn't really matter. Just get it done. But if you do that every day, if you start structuring your life around that, and yeah, put stuff in your phone like... Um, I have a, a reminder in my phone that goes off that says, text Alexander while you appreciate him. And if we're sitting next to each other, then I look at him and I say, I appreciate you because what, you know, then I just go down a list and it's like, it changes the whole energy of the day, right? Cause we're entrepreneurs. It's stressful. It's whatever. Right. But also, especially on days when you're pissed off at her, I'm just kidding. She's perfect. But when she's pissed off at you, I'm just kidding. You're perfect too. Right. But when you're like, oh my God, I'm going to punch him in the face. Like he's being so annoying, um, which hopefully never happens. But like when you're feeling a little less than grateful for the relationship, it's even more important to do that because otherwise what will happen is you'll turn into the workaholic in my experience who just turns right into work. Like, you know, you need to send the appreciation, but you're just like, nah, I'm pissed at him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't talk for, yeah, yeah. And then you and then you do the silent treatment for hours and like that's really healthy. Okay. You know, we've all been there. Um I have an alarm that goes off on my phone to smile because my energy and messages is totally different if I stop for a minute and do my big crazy smile. Ah! It just shoots dopamine to your brain. Everyone's happier. I mean, no one even sees it really, but like it's important for me that that alarm goes off because I can stop no matter where I am and I can just recenter myself. Just breathe. Just ground yourself. There's a reason. No one really uses it anymore. But that, um, I guess it was the Apple Watch. It used to tell people, hey, breathe. Mm-hmm. Yep. I saw it. No one does it anymore, you know. But it was, like, really popular when that watch first came out. I mean, stop and breathe. And then go back to work. You know, but have everything scheduled on your day. Hey, we walk peanut at this time. We eat at this time. It might sound crazy, but if you get on that schedule where this is what it is, I mean, I think part of the reason my success has gone so fast is because of intermittent fasting. That might sound so weird, but I started intermittent fasting over 10 years ago. And that's when my life really started to change was 10 years ago. There's no coincidence because it was like, I knew I ate at one o'clock and I knew I ate at eight o'clock. There was no, Oh, I'm kind of hungry around three. No dude. It's not time to eat. Get back to work. Right? Like, there were these little things that were structured in my day. And I'm not telling you to be a crazy robot around a schedule. But I will tell you that if if you start scheduling out things that you decide need to be in your DMOs, that's all you really need to do in regards to organization. You need to talk to people. You need to follow up with people. You need to get to know your team better. You need to find out where they are. That's pretty much it. So, my whole life is scheduled. I mean, reminders go off on my phone for coaching calls every day. Like a, a reminder will go off at, at 4 p.m. here because it's 9 a.m. where I live. Right? And it'll, it'll say coaching call. And then I go to my little app, Calendly, and I say, oh, who am I coaching now? Okay, cool. And I get on the, and then I pop the AirPods. I mean, you saw it happen yesterday. Good Lord. I mean, it's not because I'm a, I, it's not because my memory, like if you're going to rely on your memory, it's a mistake. Like I'm glad you're taking so many notes. You're literally running out of paper because, <laughs> because Don't. I would rather trust a short pencil than a long memory you're gonna forget everything so it's not that i don't have the best intentions for my business it's not that i don't want to go live it's not that i don't want to record a podcast it's not that i don't want to do coaching calls it's not that i don't want to follow up or reach out or talk to the team or send gratitude or make five phone calls for the team just to say i appreciate you it's that i forget because i'm human (laughs) yeah exactly so if you have those reminders like that'd be a huge homework assignment when you leave here i want you to set those reminders in your phone just however many you want to set, I don't really care. And it's not even that, maybe, maybe you'll have days where you only do two of them and you're like, hey, that wasn't very good. 
it's still better than the nothing you would have done. Or going through the whole day and getting distracted by Peanut and whatever else. Because he's so cute. Oh my god, I would get nothing done. It's funny, actually. Side note. Like, I got Kumba, right? And he is just, Which one is Kumba? The white one? My little round boy. My little brown boy. He's the most <laughs> perfect boy on earth. I love him so much. Oh my god. So he was like the dog that came potty trained at 12 weeks. Even though he's a rescue. I don't know how that happened. Like... Potty trained at 12 weeks, never cried, never barked, little silent baby, just would stay in bed. Oh my God, like there was no 6 a.m. wake up for Kumba. No, <laughs> Kumba stays in bed until mommy wakes up. Like Kumba just wants to be on mommy. Oh my God, he's the most perfect. Oh my God, I miss him so much. <laughs> okay, anyway. So um, then I got Wookiee three months later because he needed, a, he needed a sibling, right? So I get Wookiee and I am telling you, this is going to sound so crazy, but that dog is why I am scheduled. Okay. She is like a peanut. She's got to wake up at 6 a.m. for no reason. Like, seriously, take yourself out. There's a dog door. Really? Okay, whatever. Like, when she's not happy, she lets you know. When she's not feeling good, she lets you know. When you're not paying enough attention to her, it's time for Wookiee time. Hello? Like, I could not believe it. Like, I was like, this dog, she's so scheduled. Like, her emotions ended up scheduling my day. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, she literally put me on a schedule. Like, I have so much gratitude for that little whippersnapper, that little pogo stick. She only got one good leg. Like, but I just, that was a really big defining wake-up call for me as I realized my business started exploding when I got her. Because everything had to be on schedule for her. I could not do a call at 5 p.m. Because that is when Wookie wants to eat. Like, it's not 502, it's no 505, you know, it is, hello, I looked at the clock, human, 5 o'clock, let's go. Like, oh my god, seriously? But you can relate, so. So Peanut helps us extremely to build up our business, Exactly, exactly. Yep. Exactly. And I will tell you, like, obviously he's a beautiful dog, plus he's still a puppy. Like, I started building a brand around being, you know, a dog mom, and I started attracting a lot of those people, so people ask me all the time for brand advice and things of that nature because I wrote down getting leads I know you didn't say it but it just kind of it seems like something you mentioned when you were talking about being organized in my opinion you will get a ton of leads if you start posting more about you like who you are so we did that exercise the other day remember where I had you write down who you are like I'm a man, I'm this age, my finances are like this, we did all this thing, right? Not yeah. not even necessarily hobbies, but we kind of went through all of this stuff, right? Yeah, you're looking through, you're going to find it, right? Like, mm-hmm. talking to those people? Yeah. Wow, it's so, so powerful. Yeah, who I It's am. so powerful. Because uh, people want to do business with people they know, people they like, and people they trust. Which is why, I see that you wrote it right there, the I like you. That's why I like you work so well, because it makes somebody feel connected to you. Oh, I like you too. And when somebody likes you, they start to trust you. And then when you start opening up, they start to know you. So I really want you to make sure you are showing people who you are as a person. Show the funny side. Show the compassionate side. Show the business side. Show the dog dad side. Show the romance side. Show all of it. Because then people are going to start reaching out to you a lot more. Oh my God, I love when da-da-da. People message me. I remember when you first got Kumba. I remember when you first quit your party play. I remember. Like, I'm like, holy crap. Thank God I've been posting the way I've been posting. 
for for 13 years or something. If I go into Facebook memories, I bet you I have post. I bet you I'll show you after this. I'll scroll down. And I'll show you. I bet you I post from a year ago, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, maybe even 13 years ago. That's how consistent I've been. But I've just been showing people, and, and I was messy at first. Wow, I sucked at social media first. I was like an oversharer, negative, whatever. But people were connecting with me so much because I was just being me. Be, just being me. So It doesn't matter if it's a life or a picture. It always depends on then I'm able to reach all the four colors, right? Yeah, so it's interesting you ask that because I actually, uh, this is a really good thing. I'm glad, it, I'm glad you asked that. This is a huge tip. Pro tip, I don't know. When you develop, because I know you like to personally develop too, and you decide, ooh, I want to implement that, right? I want you to share it every way you can. So as an example, I did the whole um, bee and fly thing. I did it on a uh, team Zoom. I did it on a Facebook Live. I did it in a Facebook post that's written. Actually, I might not have done that yet. I think I might do that today. Facebook post that's written. I did it in an Instagram story, and I've recorded a podcast already on it. Okay. And nobody's saying, hey, I already heard about the fly and the bee, because everybody consumes content the way they like to. So, like, as an example, how do you, how do you like to consume content? Like, how do you like to look at stuff on Facebook? Or do you watch lives? What do you do? I watch lives. I watch uh, pictures. I'm more than on this side. I'm more the blue one. Mm-hmm. because too many ideas and not read everything but to watch more the pictures or to listen mm-hmm. on okay. this case and uh, uh, sometimes I want to be too um, specialist on especially on a reading text but then it's her good side she always reads it first before I post it because mm-hmm. not the <laughs> no yeah mm-hmm. so it's more watching sure so that's a perfect example I could write out the bee and fly story you wouldn't have read it but you watch my video on it so just understand you have so many different audiences. Make sure you are talking to all of them. Like you can't overshare stuff. Different mediums on all. Like if you're sharing one tip on five different mediums. Yeah. Wow. You're going to grow a lot faster. Because I, I might do a live and tell some really vulnerable story. And it's got like a million views and it's so popular. And then I'll type the same post out and it'll still get a thousand comments you know like oh my god thank you for sharing i've never known the side of you i'm like a week ago i said the same stuff you don't know you know but i did it in video or then when i do it on audio they're like holy cow like when i recorded my first episode of the podcast i was just talking about like where i came from my childhood stuff like that and i've talked about it on facebook god knows how many times i've talked about it on stage a ton of times i've talked about it in facebook posts a ton of times there were so many i had no idea I'm like, how did you have no idea? Because they're podcast people. So then you recommend as well that we open the, the YouTube channel because then you have video, you have audio, and mm-hmm. you have text. Yeah, you can. So we started, but we only uploaded at the moment our lives from Facebook. Sure, that's pretty much what's all on mine. I need to start. Okay, okay. I need to start getting. I hired a videographer, actually. I'm getting, uh, when I get home, I'm really excited to start working with him. Because YouTube video overall, I think, needs to be different than Facebook. Yeah. But that's okay, what I yeah. have currently. So I've been doing the same thing download Facebook Live and upload it. So. Yeah, because uh, how you said, the day is not stru- structured. If not, you plan two hours for YouTube or something, and then you don't, don't know what to do. Yeah. Because I have so many points at the moment in there, because even uh, only to put an alarm for 50 minutes to look for different recipes. 
and not sure. lose two hours. Sure, yeah, that's a good that's, idea. Uh, yeah, for broad brown bodies and important as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you wrote that down for sure. Like, stop yourself. Because I know how those, like, websites go. Like, the Pinterest and whatever. And you're looking for recipes. And next thing you know, you're down, like, the world's longest rabbit hole. And you're like, oh, God, it's been hours. Now I have <laughs> yeah. all these screenshot recipes. But, wow. You never cook them. <laughs> right. You might eventually. But, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm just going to lie down. Cool. Um, Long-term goal. Da, da, da. Okay, what else do you need to know? So all these uh, comments, what you're going to do it at the moment, it's fine if you do it in German, right? Yeah, I mean, you speak German. Exactly. You could do some of the, like, I see some of the Germans doing, like, they put, like, a German flag, and then they type it in German, and they put a uh, American flag, and they write it in English. You could do that, and then you could put, you know, a Mexican flag, and type it in Spanish, or a Spanish flag, maybe. The Spain flag. Spain might be a better idea for Europe than Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, I mean, you're in the neo-French flag. I mean, you could literally get that crazy about it if you wanted to. Yeah, but then it needs a lot of time as well, so... Yeah, but, I mean, one little tip for that, then, is when you are typing captions, just use the little uh, voice recorder on your phone, like the text recorder, yeah. not voice, and just talk to text. Okay, and then, yeah. Because then you can say it in German, you can say it in English, you can say it in Spanish, you can say it in French. I think that would be way more, that'd be way faster. And then you can just go in and, and kind of autocorrect all the weird spelling mistakes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good tip. That'll save you a ton of time. <clears throat> so uh, another uh, good question is, uh, uh, where is it now? Uh, for bro, bro and buddy, how I said, we're going to build up. We do it once a week. You Do you recommend that we do it more often or it's once a week enough at the moment? So what I would do actually, I'm glad you asked this. This was an idea I actually had for you a few days ago is I would do really, really basic recipes multiple times a week. And then the one, say, Friday night, when you want to have your fancy... Thursday. Bro- Thursday night, when you want to have your crazy... You're not a fan at the oh, I'm, I'll be a fan, don't worry. Okay. When you... <laughs> when I am a fan, actually. When you... I had your food, I'm definitely a fan. Uh, <laughs> when you do your bro, bro, and buddy, like, legit meal that intimidates people and scares them, and they're like, I cannot be like them, right? You can, you can literally start branding that as, like, your gourmet day. So, like, I mean, think about it. Think about how many... Like, you could even say, we commit to doing... Um, I mean, you eat every day, so you could even say, you know, we commit to doing, I don't know, four days a week, we'll show you recipes that are seven ingredients or less, always, or five, or whatever you want it to be. Super simple, you know, oh, here's cheese dip, here's ham and cheese roll-ups, like stupid basic stuff, right, that doesn't excite you to cook, right? Yeah. Because I understand that you get really excited about the Thursday night lives, like, because that's your passion. Yeah. But then every single time you do one of those, you can say, look, if you, you know, if you want anything about this, just drop secret in the comments below. We'll add you to a secret group where we also have more recipes. And then make sure you subscribe because every Thursday we're going to go bro, bro and buddy gourmet. And then you're going to have people who, and then you can say the same thing on Thursdays. If this is intimidating you and you are like, whoa, these people are full blown chefs Four days of the week, we always do normal recipes, seven ingredients or less. So don't be intimidated. Don't be scared. 
Four days a week, we're going to show you normal keto. But one day a week, every Thursday, we are going to go gourmet. Like, I think if you did that, you're going to get a much bigger following. Because I think what's happening is people are probably getting a little intimidated. They think that keto is what it is for you, which is, like, beautiful food and, you know, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think most people who do keto are like, I eat cheese, I eat almonds, I eat avocados, like, uh, butter, you know, make me a burger. Yeah, like, think about that if you did a burger, you know. So, and then, how are we going to get more contact of person than out of it? Because we thought we could do a little cooking booklet, like, in two languages, Mm -hmm. with some different recipes, I don't know, perhaps ten. And then... uh, Something so first get. of all, make sure every time you're going live, you're sharing it into keto groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the moment, I'm only in seven. Yeah, well, you need to join a bunch of groups, yeah. and you need to share into those groups um, while you're actually live. Um, and the cool thing is that, obviously, you're two people. So basically, uh, what I would do is when you're live on your thing, I would share it. I think you should be sharing it. Like you could, Every time, you could be like, oh, I got to go grab some ingredients and just step off to the side and share, 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 share. Make sure you're asking for shares as well and make sure you're doing calls to action. Like if you want to be in a keto group with all these recipes and more, drop secret in the comments below. And then the second thing is, yeah, if you want to make a little e-cookbook or whatever so you can build a list, sure, why not? But again, I would do it kind of like that wedding planning thing. You can say all you I would say something like all of my customers get a get a recipe book when they purchase. So if you want that, I would do the 10 day drink ketones challenge. I'm going to give you a free cookbook. And I'm going to give you um, a free packet of my favorite flavor. Like, okay, yeah. you're like, wow. But I would start doing some basic recipes for little normal people too. For sure. Because they're going to try to cook your stuff and they're going to set their house on fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just telling you. I had your food. That that would not... That would go over like a burnt biscuit in my house, so... Uh-uh. It's great to watch. It's really impressive. But I think most people see it and they go, oh my god, I can't do that. And you could also start saying that. I mean, you probably do, but in your, um... In your actual lives, I think it's even... I think it's... In your actual lives, I think it's a great idea to, uh... Also say stuff like... If this is intimidating you and the whole keto thing is scaring the pants off of you, uh, not a problem. That's also why we drink exogenous ketones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And you can just say, and if you want info on that, don't worry about it. I'll give it to you. Just drop secret in the comments below. But make sure you're constantly asking for engagement, constantly, constantly ask for shares. You know, if you know anybody who's trying to be keto, feel free to share this video to them in a private message or on your wall. A lot more shares, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ask for subscriptions. Yeah. It's really important. And make sure you follow. Here's how you do it. Top right-hand corner, hit the three buttons halfway down. Click follow. See first. Send me a friend request if you want. We'll connect there. Just let people know. And again, it goes back to what we talked about, which is... Just a ton of personality. You know? Personality, personality, personality. Show people who you are. I will. Because that's something of my strange as well. Good. Good. And I would start going to probably a lot of in-person stuff, like cooking events and stuff like that, and just get to meet people. Um, 
you know, I've, I've been to a ton of, you know, bodybuilding shows and all kinds of stuff like this, different events. And I'm always going out to the people that have the meal plan things. And I'm like, Hey, do you make keto? And I'm like, Oh, not yet. You know? And I'm like, Oh, well let's connect in case you ever decide to. Ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got him. Because we also have an app uh, in Switzerland where you have, where you post some different events. So for example, every, I don't know, Wednesday you, or once a month and Wednesday we cook in our house and everybody can join who want. Mm-hmm. That's also something to connect people or you go to yep. them. Cool. I like that too. The only, uh, it's not an issue, the only thing is at the moment. The other good question is, is we are now in a little village who is, we have how many? 1,200 habitants. Oh, cute. Uh, yeah, it's cute. It's mainly for us and peanuts as well to get, to get down, to get relaxed. Uh-huh. But somehow we, <laughs> we are not that outgoing and let everybody know what we're doing. Uh-huh. And somehow I don't know why. That's also a good question because on the weekends, this little village has the seven times amount of people over there go uh-huh. skiing and after ski. So what we thought to do could be like a little stand on the street and we only show that... Uh, yeah, hello. Do you know something about ketones? So we are broke. For sure, do that. That we do it, and how you said, we only do it then for two hours mm-hmm. uh, when we know when is upper ski time, and mm-hmm. we ask the restaurants because we have few of them, and not the whole day because then everybody knows he's only there for one or two hours yep. and not always when. Such a good idea. So you need out. to be known in your little village yeah. as the keto people. For sure. Yeah, what we're going to do as well, because we invite normally also somebody who is drinking ketones. So that's like one of the rules that we have. You're only allowed to come in our lives if you drink ketones. Oh, okay. Because if not, makes no sense. If not, everybody could join. Yeah. So you need to order if it's a trial pack or if it's one pack. Sure. Then you're allowed to go in. Um, how we can support us as a team much more or better? Yeah, uh, I think you need to pay attention to what each other's strengths are and what each other's weaknesses are and start to kind of delegate that a little more. So, like, there's probably stuff you like to do that she hates to do and vice versa. Yeah, for example, I cook, she does the recipes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something like, oh, for example, no? Mm -hmm. Or she does the social media part and I'm the outgoing part. Okay. I get, so I have no problem to connect in people. So I would just say respect those boundaries and say, like, this is something for you, this is something for me. So then we uh, sit together after and uh, yeah. And then, because then you're both working in your gift zones instead of trying to do everything. Like spend more time doing what makes you excited and then you spend more time doing what makes you excited. And then there's going to be stuff that neither of you want to do, but just conquer it. Yeah, but divide. that has to be done, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I try to push her to cook more with me. Yeah, but she doesn't want it. to. Yeah. So, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah so just understanding that's a no you know she doesn't want to yeah it's okay it's fine for me it's super yeah and if i'm not sure about the recipe she can do it and then she tells me what is wrong or what it's too hard or i don't understand that's then the very good part on it as well to make it easier yeah so i would just say keep working together as a team you know and uh work in each other's gift zones instead of trying to force somebody into somebody else's gift zone like, I start doing organization stuff, and I start getting, like, oh, I get, like, anxiety. I literally will shut down, and Alexander knows that. Like, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this right now. Absolutely not. I'm going to have a mental breakdown. He's like, okay, I think that one's my job then. I'm like, yeah, get it done. It's not for me. So, and you also said we have to plan our week, and our week at the moment should have at least five days, what is right. So, mm-hmm. one day is block for bro, bro, and buddy. Okay. For like, alive and everything. 
but how we can do like the all out in one on the other days so do you recommend that we do it uh two days a week or then three days a week uh do what three what, do all, what all go all out well, so I mean, like blitzes or it dep- i would do them every day yeah. however fast you want to grow it doesn't take that much time it just takes dedication consistency and scheduling this job is this career i should say is not it is not hard it is very easy and it is very simple but it is very uncomfortable for people because you have to be so consistent if you want to see the results you want. And I'll just say the first $1,000 you make, which I know you've made more than 1000 but that first 1000 is the hardest money you'll ever make. The 10000 is the second hardest amount of money you'll ever make. And then it gets really easy because everything starts compounding. But most people never get to 10000 because it's hard. It gets really easy after that. Really easy. But most people give up. So don't give up. Yeah, this um, power hour was amazing. So Good. Uh, we need to practice a bit more, but uh, then the power hour is something what you, how you said, you can do it in 15, 20 minutes. And if you know exactly. Yep. No, between one and two hours, right? Well, yeah, but blitzes only take 15 minutes. Yeah. But then you at least have the structure of what you're trying to do. Yeah. And you also said once that um, you support students. Would you allow us to be a student of you? I once said I support students. <laughs> Some random quote on a live or something. You once said, oh my God, I feel like Donald Trump right now. Oh God, what did I say? No. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it kind of goes back to, I know you heard me saying this yesterday to um, Slapko. Like, mentorship is being the best student possible. So continue to show up like you have been. Continue to learn and then show me your results, right? You can let me know, hey, this worked really well for me. Is there something else I can do um, or or whatever? But like the way mentorship works in general, this is not just me, but like don't ask questions you know you can find the answers to, if that makes sense. Like you, di- you didn't just do that, by the way. Don't feel bad. Like, at no, all. we did that before because we were sitting downstairs and we were uh, nervous and said, well, what kind of question we could ask? And then she said something, I said something, I said, but we know the answer for this question. So, but ah. we don't do it at the moment. That Ooh. was another issue. No, really, we did yeah, that before. That's cool. Because what I said now, uh, how are we going to get more people? Yeah, why we don't stand every day two hours on a piss on a slope? Mm-hmm. And that's something that we know, but we never did. Mm-hmm. We only were hiding at sure, all. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but everybody does that. It's not abnormal. So, um, but yeah, I would just say... Like, I already know you, so, like, let me notice you through your results. Like, you know I'll text you every time you get a promotion. You know I'm going to know every time you promote. So, like, just keep keep that in your mind. Like, how can I get her attention? How can I get her attention? How can I get her attention? Because I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, it ends up being, everything. like, a, a sort of earn, earn my time kind of thing, right? So, think of, hmm, if I want to be able to reach out to her... What should I do? I should probably recruit a couple people and then let her know that I did that by following her advice you know and I mean? the very good tip what you also gave us was the mixer party yeah. we should, because we do that now every Sunday when we are home good. so we, we did a flyer directly for um, for the village so that everybody knows that but at the moment it's like how we said the beginning is hard because the beginning's hard everybody uh, we're trying to meet the people on Saturday around the pists and slopes and invite them for this nice uh, keto up we call it at the moment Keto Andermatt. So this is uh, hanging on one of the info cool. boards. And then we have some points. Uh, what is it? That's all in German. Sure. But more or less it's then. But also there we at the moment, what we had one, three, two, one we had four. Um, but the export of 
out of them was not that big. It was not how Sasha said once, if you, are, if you do an open house or a mixer party, if you don't have 80% of them who are ordering, you need to think about how we can do it better. Sure. And we got good tips, how we said, you start with try it, mm-hmm. something for free. When it's your mm-hmm. favorite taste and then they're already there, because if not, or do you have some other tips? Yeah, I would just make it more like an event, you know, have a really purposeful amount of time with it. Um, short, sweet, to the point, flavor testing, private ordering, I'm a big fan of private ordering. Um, and then letting them know when the next one is as well. And, um, another question as well is to get to reach more people, because at the moment, I think we have a big problem to explain our story to people. So then just tell it more, tell your story more. Like, I think you should do one of your lives each week should be a part of your story. Just a short live, not the whole story once a week, but like a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit, and just get more comfortable sharing and kind of tweak it and see what people respond to. Ah, so that I gonna explain over the next few weeks or I don't know next month more about my whole CV, right? Where I started, where I grew up, what's happened, sure. why I was there, and always not more than five minutes. Yeah. On my personal life, and then I share it on Brover and Buddy. Perfect. Okay. Because I'm an interesting person, but. Not everybody knows it. <laughs> Let them know. So even if it's a 10-minute live once a week about a little bit of your story, I think that's super powerful. Yeah, because the good thing about the stories as well, or the lives, is you can really see the difference, mm-hmm. what has happened. It's not even that I'm going to talk about something what could happen, they also see it and that's also a good part because if we look back to our first lives it was like a football around there in the kitchen talking or sure hello, how are you? yeah no that's right and yeah that's i was terrible too <laughs> i was so um i guess the questions are the goals are here so it's uh, i also know that if i want to be like a car owner i need my you just uh, need to reverse engineer yeah. it all reverse engineer it all well, how many packets per day? It would be more or less 13, they don't know. Yep. But what I have to do to get 13 people who are going to order in mm-hmm. the first three lines well, every day? it becomes a lot easier when you have more people working with you. Because then you can say, ah, she'll do one, he'll do one, she'll do one, he'll do one, I'll do two, she'll do three. Done. And uh, she has now one promoter. She quitted her relationship. She was not happy to go or leave Switzerland to Sweden, unfortunately. But somehow she's not getting her ass up either. Do you have some tips what you can do with them? Because I have, I also have one like Sergio. Mm. He at the beginning he was really good and fast, but at the end he's not that hungry what we saw. Yeah, just get them plugged in, and if they don't want to be plugged in, that's kind of the cool thing. I learned this a long time ago. It takes one person to change your team. Okay. One. Okay. And as long as you keep flipping your cards, like another, 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 you're the consistent one. You will find somebody who will do that. But you have to keep going until you find that person. So and sometimes you'll go through a dry season where it's a bunch of losers. And you're like, seriously? And then you'll get a good one. And you're like, oh, thank God. So, again, don't let that defeat you. Um, but definitely reverse engineer not only the numbers, but also the activity that's necessary to get you where you want to go. So we're going to see her in April. What is our goal for April? I think you'll see me next month. I think I'll be back. 
Yeah, February as well, but April. Then we go to the um, Empire. Empire. Mm -hmm. So we show us more. Collect more haters. I like that. I like, yeah. It's good. It's a good mindset, little trick, for sure. Well, I'm super proud of you guys. No, I'm so happy that I was the guy who bought you for more than one hour. I know. You kept uh, you kept upbidding it. I'm like, go, Daniel. Woo! I saw there were a few people competing with it, you pretty hard at first. No, I was but like, first wow. of all, it's something good for poor children. Because yeah. I did it with others as well. Even I had no tattoo, I punched yeah. it for a tattoo. At the end, I said, okay. Yeah. Did you win the tattoo? Uh, officially, yes. Okay. But then somebody said that he also posted uh, directly at 10, but it was not showing up. Oh, and okay. he bought 20 euros more and said, that's 20 euros more for the kids, so take it. Yeah. If not, I would do one, but I don't yeah. know, body or something. But <laughs> yeah. it's more money for them than as well. So good. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, I hope you implement all of that. Obviously, we'll stay in touch for sure. Yeah. But I appreciate you helping the kids. I appreciate you guys helping yourselves. And uh, that was a lot of fun for me too. So thanks for letting me coach you. Yeah, thank you. And the big takeaway was also yesterday with Slatko when you said, if you go to meetings, what you took out from the meeting and what you really realized. But that's also a big, big, big for problem sure. what I saw. Because if we go to meetings, we take a lot of notes, but at the end, the notes stay somewhere. Sure. Implement, 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 implement. Yes. Vielen Dank. If you guys got any value out of this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a review and screenshot this, put it on your Instagram story. If you want to hear more coaching calls with Jesse Lee and people on the team, love you guys. God bless you. Have a good night.